A little crunchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bass line is too good. If a song has a good bass line, then it's a good song. Exactly. Like... What is that? Whoa. So actually, we were just talking about playing in a band. My college band yeah. would play this song. Yeah, I would I would do this a lot with, with some some groups. So an El Quatro. Oh, classic. Dude, nice, nice, nice. It's so cool. Like be able to make a song that sounded really current at the time, but also it sounds like a classic disco song. It does. Like, this is like if the Bee Gees did a lot of LSD in, like, yes. 2000. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the Bee Gees were really into Adult Swim. Yeah, and had access to social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but only on 3G. Yeah. <laughs> is, that what, is that what we had? That was the original, like, internet. I didn't have, like, um smartphone when the song came out i didn't smartphone up till like college 2012 i was out of college i had like been touring i was i was pretty resistant it's like the background vocals are so cool they are they always are cool this is cool yeah and it's like I really like the time signature. It's right, like it's six four. A, yeah, you're right. Which like we could talk about that. I don't really know that much about six four, but I love all these like pentatonic, like arpeggiator melodies. Right. Yeah, that six four thing is interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's always cool when somebody can write a song that has a groove, but like isn't in four four. Like, we've been watching that Ken Burns jazz documentary. Oh, sick. And it's like, they talk about Dave Brubeck, like, take five. And oh, it's like, yeah, that song doesn't feel like it's in five. I know, like, it's no. just like, it's that's, got a... That's the classic one. Yeah, it is. Take 10. They take came 10. back. They never made take 15, though. <laughs> take 19 over take, three. Take <laughs> <laughs> I like in this song, there's just that big pocket of kick drum. Yeah. That, that takes balls. Oh, yeah. Nobody would do that nowadays. No. It's a full like drop. 300 sound effects on that part, like a whispered <laughs> vocal. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast where we talk about songs we like. We research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they're written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. So we just came off um, doing our best of 2000s rock like early 2000s and like yeah. i we just were like fuck it let's do some songs um that we like uh and today we're talking about one of the funkiest tunes to come out in my lifetime i think yeah probably um this song always gets the party going too it's the song electric feel by mgmt do you go by mgmt or management i always called him mgmt it would be funny to just be like the one person who's like yeah i love the band management <laughs> i actually didn't know that mgmt stood for management until this band existed Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I the only the only place I ever worked was Subway. So yeah, maybe it's like I don't, we didn't have those little signs. <laughs> yeah, the song was released on June twenty third, two thousand and eight, off the group's debut album, Oracular Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a That's Pokemon or something. Yeah, like no, Harry, Harry Potter. Spell. Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter spell. Uh, the song peaked at number fourteen on the charts. It was a top forty hit in twelve countries. And it's pretty much like a, the band's signature song, I think. They had like yeah. a lot of hits off this album. Like yeah, what was the Feel, other big one? Time to Pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. And there was like another one in there too. Oh, Kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great pentatonic melodies. We got to talk about that because that's kind of like their thing. Into it. It was recorded at Tarbox Road Studios in Casadega, New York. I don't really know where that is. Where's Casadega? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it would be upstate. Yeah, you know how they have like. Maybe it's Casadaga. 
that might because I, I know there, sounds, there's a there's a lake up there called Onondaga. Oh, really? That could be it. So maybe it's up there. <laughs> MGMT does feel like a New York band, but like a good one. I don't know how does this like because they like. What does that mean? What What do you think I mean by that? Um, what was the question? But the, <laughs> MGMT sounds like a New York band. Oh yeah, do they do? I think, man, it's the same thing with like the Strokes. Mm-hmm. Different bands, but they have like this New York they have energy. This New York energy. I think it's just like expensive cocaine, but like in in like dilapidated buildings. That's like that, the dude, the vibe I get. I also think it's I think it's about how you dress. Yeah. And they kind of look the same as like, the strokes. I feel like I could wa- run into them just like walking, yeah, pa- past a pe- like a pile, a mountain of trash, <laughs> trash man. down like Manhattan Avenue. Two thousand and eight. That was a, probably an interesting time in New York. I, I bet. Yeah, probably because that was like when the whole world's crashed or something. Like that was the, yeah, that I was can't the, remember. I was that in was college. House and crash. Yeah, um, Electric Feel was actually the first song that MGMT ever wrote. Isn't that funny? Do you believe it though? <laughs> I mean, it's people kinda, say that. Yeah, yeah. Like our dude from Three Doors Down yeah, writing yeah, in yeah. fucking math class. I was yeah. just drumming on the desk, fucking parabolas, <laughs> and I, I wrote the song. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think if it wasn't the first song that they ever wrote, it was maybe the first song that they wrote that they recorded. Right. Right. Um, it was created in their dorm room at Wesleyan University in Middletown, Connecticut. Shout out to the Silva Twins, nice, right? Yeah, Aren't they Middletown? New single dropping. <laughs> of the process, Ben Goldwasser. I'd love to hear them cover this song. Oh, my God, dude. Ben Goldwasser of the band said, quote, A lot of times when we write songs, we have some kind of influence that we really want to put into our music. We tend to be inspired by a lot of artists that switch genres each album. So this is cool. I was like thinking about this the other day. Um, like the influence of like, like having so much access to music now, um, it's kind of like eliminated music genres a little bit. Yeah. Like what would you, how would you say, describe the song? Like, like in, a funky, in today's world, it's yeah. like pop music right. and that's the problem is like pop has yeah. expanded its reach into all these genres that were genres when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, like obviously there's like this disco influence. But it's it's not like really indicative. It's not it doesn't have a ton in common with that. No, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It, it just has a funky bass line. Has a funky and bass some line. Falsetto vocals. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then it's got but it's like also like it's really it's really indie and artsy and has like the weird like LSD thing going on. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's but it's pop music is really just I don't know, Taken saturated. Do, yeah, everything. Do you think like we talk like this is we're just going we're going deep into this song. It's like, do you think like it? It seems like all the access to music would make for like more different types of music, right? But instead, it seems like everyone's making the same type of music. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. When we had like genres that were like very specific, it was almost like more creative than yeah. now. And I feel like back in two thousand eight, yeah, I thought this was like the new different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this yeah. was like nothing else that was out at that time. It also like predates Spotify, I think. I at think least in might. the U.S. I didn't. I don't think I had Spotify until I was out of college. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I had Spotify either. I was still like burning CDs. Yeah. in two thousand and eight. Yeah, definitely burning CDs. I had that big hard drive full of right. stolen music. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, this was like barrier crossing at that time yeah. and everyone and i think that's why it became so big so fast yeah is it really jumped 
from what people were used to hearing in 2008. Yeah, this was a huge fucking song. This was a big song for this was a big foam party song at my college. Oh, dude, I'm you sure. You know what I mean? Don't don't go in the foam though. People, people do lose their shit when this song comes on. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was yeah. like I I have like some very distinct memories of like watching people like embarrass the hell out of themselves in foam parties while the song's playing. Oh it always God. comes up. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. Like, it's lo- like yeah, it's weirding me out. <laughs> a lot of people think this song is about sex, but it's actually about drugs. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, of when, course. When MGMT performed it on the David Letterman show, lead singer Andrew Van Weingarten, what a fucking name. Yes, yeah, sick. Middletown. Sick, yeah. He said, quote, this song is not about eels, it's about drugs. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, I'm, glad, I know. I'm glad he like really like, you know. <laughs> it was, they kind of wrote it initially as like a joke song. Right. And it became like their biggest hit, which I think is like, that's just real life. You know well, what I mean? I mean, in the, in the video, I think there's like eels and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, you know, he had really like let the American people know, hey, <laughs> it's man, not it's really not about, about the eels. <laughs> the eels are a metaphor. <laughs> it's electric feel, not electric eel. Right, 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 um, right. So it's in 6-4 time, which is really interesting. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Why, it's like, why do you think we're so obsessed with with time and four? I, I don't know. It's really weird. I, I mean, it's just a weird question. Well, you know what, you know what, you know what I think it is, is like, and in, in tell, tell me if I'm like overstepping mm-hmm. boundaries, is a lot of things in nature are um, patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even down to like, you know, like how like leaves are and mm-hmm. how like, you know, fungi grow yeah. and trees and stuff like there are patterns. Same thing with even like how like frequency waves even represent like how they look. Like Absolutely. there's patterns to this, and I think um, us as like being part of world and a carbon based life form, mm-hmm. whatever. I think we just respond to like solid patterns. Yeah, yeah. And four feels really solid, and it's, a and solid it's like pattern. we've been doing it for a long time too. That's yeah. why probably too. Probably, but yeah, yeah. it's like it's always- that was an easier explanation. <laughs> we've, just been, we've just been doing we've just been it. Doing it. <laughs> That's why we like it. Right. It's. I think it's cool because like whenever you can make a song that like, and I would say this about the whole song in general. Like when you make a song that feels classic, but then is a little different. That's like really something cool. Yeah. And it's like a six four time. It feels like four four, but it's like just a little different enough to like make it really stand out. Exactly. And like I would say the same about like the all the riffs, the little like It's all like a major pentatonic, which yeah. is also like a really great pattern. Yeah. Yeah. You know pre- pentatonic music like predates major scale music? Yeah. Did it, it I'm I could be wrong. You yeah. know more, but it's Pentatonic scales come from East Asia, Japan, right? It, it sort of seems, yeah, it's like we like to attribute it to that, but it sort of seems like um, pentatonic scales are like um, one of those weird phenomenon that just like existed. Right. And it pops up around the world because like really old Native American music is Has pentatonic. pentatonic. It's like a lot of like South American stuff. Oh, interesting. It's like, I don't know if they were doing that shit in like Europe um, for I don't even know if they use pentatonic scales now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kidding. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think it just like popped up in like different cultures, which is cool. Yeah, I think like I don't exactly know, but it could be like this interesting pattern thing, or maybe yeah. they're just everyone's licking eels around the world and they're like coming up with this pentatonic. Riffs. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Best YouTube Common Award goes to Jerry Chemicky. Who writes, when this world finally ends, this song deserves to be played as part of the planet's closing credits. <laughs> that, guy, that guy watches a lot of TV Yeah, and dude, you, know, you know what's weird? Is a lot of these YouTube co- comments are like about like when the world ends. Yeah, yeah. Or like at the end of ha- humankind. It's really weird. <laughs> it's like, it's we're probably pretty close to it, but yeah. I also think we're not going to be the generation that gets to experience it. So no. they'll probably be playing fucking... 
an Ed Sheeran song or like something else when the world ends. Justin Timberlake's song. What would you pick? <laughs> Just for you. What would you pick for it to, to play as the world ends? Um, how is how is the world end? I think that's gonna make a difference. I think like you, you like probably like you see, you see that movie Don't Look Up I've been, I haven't seen it so, I, I know tons of people are like watching yeah watch you should it. check it out it's pretty good but yeah. it's like uh, there's a comment right so right, like right, right. Well, probably like say the world's ending in like a pretty quick way but you know that it's coming so you can pick the right song right what are you gonna pick Highway to Hell Highway to Hell I might do Journey nice faithfully nice, 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 or nice. Open Arms the Mariah <laughs> Open Carey arms, nice, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much y'all for listening to this podcast Please let us know how we're doing. We're on Instagram, Patreon. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, rate and review. Keep listening. I don't know who the fuck you are who's listening, but we're getting a lot of downloads. We appreciate it, especially if you're downloading from another country and you don't speak English. Maybe you're trying to learn English. This is not the podcast for you, but, but we'll still give it a shot. We'll see you next time on Listen to This.